right, everybody, welcome back to the Sidestep Podcast. This is your host, DJ Turnup. I want to welcome back DJ Brandon Random. Oh, it feels good to be back, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we did miss you in that last episode, but we had a nice fill-in. Yeah, Joe Rillis did a great job, and uh, yeah, I would like to see him come Joe back Rillis, again. Joe Rillis. You sound just like him, though, when he does that. That's Champagne Shane Thank over you. there. Hey, yeah, yeah, co-host yeah. Champagne what up, what up. Shane. That was a hot key. That's, that's a hot key. <laughs> and we have a special guest here hailing from New Jersey. Trish, welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome to welcome, our warm welcome. studio. Yeah, this is fun. So, um, first and foremost, one of our favorite bands as kids, Rage Against the Machine, is back in the news. Yeah. They got a tour. They um, scheduled five dates, and the first one's in El Paso, Texas. And we talked off air, and it looks like uh, we're going to book an Airbnb and take a bus down, right? We're going to RV it. That's right. Yeah, why not? Well, we got a pocket full of money. I'm, I mean, pocket full of shells. shells. Apologize. Oh, boy. We're going to have to edit that oh. one. All right, guys. Well, I'm ready to have a lot of fun with you today. Uh, the first track I'm going to bring. and Bring it. Oh, man. All right. So what's odd is I've never heard this band. It's a genre that I most appreciate, pop punk. And the band Suzanne and I went to go see is Belmont, right? You guys heard them on episode... I think it was two. Two. And um, they haven't been the headliner on any of the tours we've seen them on. So I haven't really liked the headliners thus far. This band, Grayscale, they're they're hail, they hail from Philadelphia. Uh, I was like, yeah, let me check these guys out. I don't really know them. I listened to two or three songs maybe a week before the show. I was like, all right, I kind of get behind this, you know. And I went to see them live, right? So when we get there, we go to the merch booth. We see Belmont. There's a couple members of the band there, the singer. We see him, and I was like, hey, Taz, you know, you ready for tonight? You excited? Blah blah blah. You know, normal talk. And he's like, dude, you're going to be in for a great show. Uh, there's a big surprise that Grayscale is going to introduce to everybody. I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, stay tuned. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we're listening. You know, Belmont crushed it, obviously. And I was like, oh, good luck following up, you know, to Belmont. And these guys come out, and they just they just crush it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, how come I've never heard of these? And the and whole I was like, venue was in, huh? The whole venue. So it was a sold-out show at the TLA. Right. Now, we saw the Knox yes, at the we TLA. Saw the Knox. Right. Great venue. And there might have been 400 people there yeah. when we saw the Knox. <laughs> I know, and I, fi- I find it hard to believe that that genre, that band from this area, and you hadn't heard of them. That's what I'm saying, you know? So, um, yeah, in the middle of the show... We're, I, all I was thinking about is, oh yeah, sidestep. Yup, they're going. Yup, they're hitting the show, and I can't wait for the next one because I'm dropping them. We get to the last song of the night, and it's a very intimate song for the singer. Uh, the album is, um, you know, a lot about, you know, drugs and anxiety and and different things. So it's very personal for the, for the singer. So he wrote this song, Tommy's song, about a death in his family, and what he brought out for the show was a Philadelphia choir. They did the backing vocals, and it just created such an atmosphere that the girl that was standing next to Suzanne and I had her high phone up, was just recording it, and just bawling. And I was like, what is going on here, you know? <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention to the lyrics a lot, uh, enough because I think fans were going nuts. You know, the stage presence was insane, and I was just, like, overwhelmed by the moment. I was like, yeah, I got to go check out these lyrics. And, I mean, it's deep, you know? Um, they've never played it live. Uh, so it was a, it was a great time. That sounds pretty crazy for the, like that kind of genre for a choir to come out. Yeah, it was unique. Uh, it was something different. They put some effort into you know coordinating something unique for that particular song, that particular night, and everything. So it was fun. 
And I can't wait for you guys to check out this band. You're going to love them. I guarantee it. It's Grayscale and the song Baby Blue. still dancing in my shoes right here i got my hips moving a little bit i mean as best i can move them what you guys okay, think baby blue i enjoy that i'm not that's not my uh my wheelhouse that genre however i i enjoyed it i don't have any other bands to really compare them to um i would say that the song for me personally it, it made me think of the 1975 and i know that's fairly like surface level but um it just had that high energy it had like that up-tempo clean kind of sound going on and uh that's what it made me think of i i know for me like uh i typically haven't listened to this genre in the past but as we've said in the last couple episodes when i brought like a narco debut and stuff like i'm kind of 
you know, being introduced to this genre and kind of falling in love with it. Um, so to me, I've really liked the sound of the song of the song, and I would really like to check out the album. Um, I know talking to you, you said it does kind of um, represent this song a little bit. Um, I liked the open hi hats on this, like it was a constant like tit tat, and then some open highs on it, and it kind of had like a little bit of a poppy feel to it in a sense as well for me. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I want to listen to some I more. I feel like you can. Why is that song on the radio? Does it not match? I was thinking sub- that, but at the same time, I feel like it does still hold. Like you said, pop punk. So I was kind of thinking more like Man Overboard, The Wonder Years, because you were saying oh, yeah. stuff from Philly. Like uh-huh. when I think pop punk from Philly, that's what I think of. So I was kind of surprised at how poppy it was, but I think the lo- it still has that like little bit of rock in that it. So edge. I think that's why it's yeah. not on the radio. I just feel know? like it does fit Great into point. what's going on right now, you know, on the scene. And you know, I don't know what it is with the record companies. You did mention Man Overboard. And I was a big fan, or I am a big fan of the early, the early November, and I saw oh, them I live. I love the early Do you? November. All right, we're going to talk about that. So I, I saw them live. That. Sidebar. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I follow them. I follow Ace Enders uh, on Instagram. First time I ever met Ace Enders was when he opened solo for Never Shout Never. Oh goodness! And I yeah. met him. That, and we, I was like walking to the bath. I was walking to the bathroom in the First Unitarian Church. And he was walking by me, and I just like pointed at him, and he like smiled. He was like, hey. <laughs> I know you. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I was like starstruck. You I know? hope you I was never like, shout never anymore. Do you know <laughs> who ahead. that is? I he don't does not. No. Okay, but do you? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I, I'm real familiar with <laughs> the scene, said, the older I, scene. Oh, yeah. I'm digging into this genre. But so. Ace Enders, right, from early November, and the singer from, or maybe a guitarist from Man Overboard, they have a record label in New Jersey. Yeah, it's uh, Nick Brzezzi. It's Yeah, uh, that's him. I Oh, some I've, something. It's called the Lumberyard. No, that's what it is. Yeah, and it's I in Williamstown. Facts. I have a couple of friends who've actually recorded there. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna have some fun off air, man. But uh, so, um, what are your final thoughts on that track? So I think it really reminded me a lot of like the uh, early the main, like when they were doing like Can't Stop, Won't Stop, stuff like that. Such a good album. Yeah, it was giving me a lot of that that energy, and like I don't know, it was. Yeah, it was a lot like their earlier stuff because they've changed in sound completely. They, I know, you know, they did. They did. So this reminds you, like, I don't know, the long hair kind of thing. But it's more modern, which is why I think I, I really was, like, vibing with it. Do you guys not feel a little bit of Walk the Moon? Yes. Right? No, You absolutely. feel a little bit, right? Absolutely. Walk the Moon, everyone loves, you know? Shut up and dance with me, you know? Um, yeah. I just feel like, you know, I can totally, you know, balance and vibe to it. Maybe not at a wedding, like, you know, shut up and dance with me. You, I didn't you know that who that was until you said the song. Right, that's so why I had yeah. yeah, okay, I can get a little that. upbeat, poppy, mm-hmm. clean lyrics, you know? I feel like it's a, you know, maybe a, a step above if somebody's just getting into the genre, you know, you kind of like yeah. uh, the way Walk the Moon sounds. I feel like these guys are slightly edgier, so, you know. Um, welcome to the pop punk scene, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's still I'm alive so... and thriving. Yeah, as Brandon Random said, I, as someone who's not into that genre per se, I that song pulls me in and makes me want to explore and hear some more. That's yeah, great. You, you just gave me another uh, band to search and add into my playlist well, on that. When you send me those texts throughout Same the week, sees. let me know. When you listen to it, you're like, you know what? I'm totally vibing. Well, you I'll know? follow up. <laughs> All right. All right, so look, this next track is super fun. So we mentioned Rage Against the Machine early on in the intro. I saw them in 99, and who opened up for them then was Gangstar. So Gangstar, uh, half the member. Yeah, it's two men. It's two men. Um, You got the DJ Premier. DJ Premier is part of Gangstar. So my next track is, oh, oh yeah, mentioned on the first episode that he's just, he's amazing, amazing producer. 
um, does great with his samples. His, They're both icons. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. So I found this track. This track was from 2017. Um, he collaborated with a electro duo, but like I want to say a soulful electro duo um, uh, outfit. There's two two guys from Nashville, Tennessee. The the producer or uh, DJ Premier's manager hooked him up with that group. They kind of he kind of checked out their work a little bit. He's like, man, they're just as crazy as I am, you know. So he's like, yeah, I'm feeling it. So he got a sample from a band called uh, Sensations Fix, something like that, from the uh, mid '70s. And this, the guitar in it is is great. It sounds like it was slowed down from the original version, and it was recorded on like a cassette tape, you know, like a like a something you hold in your hand if you want to. Probably was. I know. So the sound it's really great. It features uh, the duo Cherub, and they're from Nashville. Soulful. He's got a great soulful voice. Um, his voice over top of that this funky bass line. It's just so groovy, man. I can't wait for you to hear it. This song is called MySpace Baby. From DJ Premier featuring Cherub. Check it out. Oh, 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 oh. 
DJ Premier featuring Cherub and the track My Space Baby. Were you digging it? I loved it. I would listen to that. Absolutely. I probably would try to find a playlist to put it on. Um, being from the Philadelphia area, it reminded me of a song you would hear on like 104.5, the alternative rock station. Like they play a lot of mixed stuff there. Um, I thought it was super catchy. I love the guitar. Just the, sometimes the most simplistic sounds are the best sounds. And it was just a very like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it was the same riff. Yeah, but it like between that and the bass line, it just kept you wanting to hang in there and just keep listening to it. I, I, I really liked it. I thought the lyrics were soulful and um, I love the harmonics of it. I thought it was, the chorus was catchy. Just everything about it. I, I have no complaints. I yeah. like it. I would I think I'm downloading the, the it right vo- now. The vocals, there was a, there was high vocals. There were very low vocals. Um, so Yeah, I yeah. felt his range was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, Agreed. I was saying uh, that it kind of gives you like that uh, Bowie Prince theatrics because of the way Ooh. he can move his voice. Great comparison. At first, at first I thought Bowie, but the more you listen to it, it's really princey. And even in the sound, there's a lot of prints in the way that it changes but stays the same, you know? Yeah. That's great analysis. Oh, no, I like that. Yeah. yeah, His voice was very attractive when I first heard the, uh, the song. Now, a little bit more about the production of it. Um, the lyrics weren't ready until uh, the guy from Cherub heard it then he kind of put some lyrics to it but they didn't have the lyrics right away so it's kind of neat sometimes when you think about how music's created does the music come first Did the lyrics come first you know like what's it look like in a studio you know mm-hmm. something i want to like visit a studio and just kind of like feel it out there's just, so many different formulas that yeah. you can follow think, depending on how you operate yeah, as an sometimes artist sometimes that stuff can get put away for a while and then it gets dug up again mm-hmm. you know when somebody has a feeling for it like remember when we recorded this riff now I have lyrics for it, or, or, you know, so on and so forth. It's funny you say that. There was a, back to Raging the Machine, Tom Morello had a riff. I want to say it was either from Sleep Now in the Fire or it was Killing in the Name. Mm-hmm. One of those, he packed away for a while. He right. he had it for years, yes. even before Raging Against the Machine. He's like, nah, I can feel, this is in an interview I read somewhere, and he's like, I can see when I nail this riff, crowds just jumping and bopping. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's Killing in the Name because that is... Uh, and i never heard that before but either one of those songs i can see why he was put that in his back pocket because you you want to make sure yeah you gotta make sure to use it use it for the right thing yeah Yeah. Yeah. all right this next track this is from a group who moved to nashville so we've got a nashville theme here you know in the past we've had australia what else else do we have uh we had a couple themes and uh twins you know australian twins was a theme Mm -hmm. Uh, we had the uk yeah, the UK. The group is L A N Y, so it's pronounced Laney, or it's L A N Y. It's just it's just an acronym to uh, symbolize Los Angeles and New York. Uh, they're from Los Angeles, but uh, the three guys they studied music together in college, and they had separate projects going on before linking up in, in Nashville to create uh, L A N Y. The name pays tribute to a goal that the band has to spread their music from coast to coast. Uh, the track isn't confirmed, but I've read that it it was written about his breakup with Dua Lipa, if yeah. I pronounce that right. Yes, you did. So. She dropped a new album today. Oh, also. is that right? Yes, I love her. Nice. <laughs> oh, man, there's a track that she has. Um, she did with Calvin Harris, One Kiss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it is so good. I think I have it on like four or five different playlists. I'm her like, one single. I haven't listened to the new album because Harry Styles dropped an album today, so that's all I've been listening to. <laughs> but uh, her single, um, Don't, Don't Start Now, is good like i her first album very good but i was really impressed so i'm excited to listen to that album for sure because if you want to dance just listen well you know we're all about dancing around here hell yeah all right so 
uh, again, that track is unconfirmed, right now. but they had a, a, a bad breakup. This whole album is really good. It's 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 dreamy. It's synthy. Listen to this. So the producer of of the track and this album, what, he's a Brit Award winner. His name is Mike Crosley. Uh, he worked with a 1975. Okay. Here we go. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, so theme. It I feel a theme a, coming. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so the same producer worked with 21 Pilots, Walk the Moon, okay. there you go. Gaslight okay. Anthem, The Black Keys. It's well produced. This whole album is good. But a common thread with each song is about his really bad breakup that he had. So I like to think it is because at least I know her a I little bit. I know we all had one We're of confirming those. it now. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we are. This is L-A-N-Y, or Laney, and the track is Thick and Thin. Late night, your eyes fell to the floor. I'm trying to make sense, but you're losing your patience. Hands talk won't stop, we go to war. In the heat of the moment, you we're broken I could see my whole life with you baby now you got me thinking that I'm crazy cause you're out the door just one mistake you say you're not in love no more but was it really love if you can leave me for something so innocent is this the end that you'd be there through thick and thin Can't eat, my mind's a mess What are you thinking? You were happy last weekend All the good times, how'd you forget? I was your best friend, yeah Remember when you said You could see your whole life with me, baby Now you got me thinking that I'm crazy Cause you're out the door Thank you. 
L-A-N-Y, you can feel a lot of the 1975 in that. So when I first found this track, I don't even remember how. I, I, I felt like I stumbled across it and I was like, oh my gosh, download real quick, real quick. And, I, and it wasn't even until later on I decided to check out the album. You know, sometimes you just feel a track and you're like, I'm just going to ride this track for a little bit. And then I'm like, no, I need to. I need to feel, I mean, I'm just into this song. It wasn't even just like, hey, first listen, you can, hey, I kind of like it, let me download it. And it was like, no, I kind of love this, let me ch check it out. So what's unique about this dope track is it has not peaked on the music charts at all. They have a couple other tracks from uh, earlier albums that have peaked. That's a damn shame. Somewhere, and this didn't even touch it, didn't even graze the surface. Uh, the, I feel like the track has all the components that a pop listener um, or anyone that desires to hear like greatly produced music would enjoy so i'm like really like baffled here agreed i think it's one of those things where pop music i don't know there's this stigmatism stigmatism around it but like at the same time there's this new wave of pop music where you're getting these awesome dance tracks that you're like how is this not on repeat how is this not on the radio but the lyrics are sad so you know you're getting you're giving those people who want like real lyrics or like always look for emotion in songs you're like mixing it together but sometimes people don't want to like listen to the sad stuff you know i guess i never really thought of it like that yeah. Yeah. i guess you know with the information that i saw in an interview where he had this major breakup and it you know really inspired the whole album and i just kind of like to go through the the lyrics you know and and have the atmosphere of the the music behind it just create like this scene like i feel like hey yeah. it was my buddy and i totally know what's going on you well, know kind of reminded me of after laughter by paramore because that was all about her divorce from chad from newfound glory and just like her struggling with like the biggest change in her life because they were together for so long and like it's that same kind of like you feel the sad, you feel the emotion, but you're dancing with them, not crying with them, which mm -hmm. I think is why it's like such a dope track. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about that. Maybe the record producers are, you know, and the companies are thinking about stuff like that, and where people aren't trying to get all deep into the, maybe the lyrics and and the and heartfelt. Even more people are writing their own lyrics, but putting the tracks on it because sometimes that's obviously not easy, but it's easier than learning an instrument sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you're able to do these crazy cool beats with yourself and then you can take it to a buddy or whatever and you're able to mix it and it becomes what it is, you know? Yeah, music's amazing, guys. I mean, that's why we do this, right? For sure, it for is, sure. And, and I'm the one that isn't always lyrics first, I'm always sound and instruments first. And I think the, the name of the song, Thick and Thin, definitely uh describes the way the song is layered as well to me anyway because you have these uh low chord like humming um chords in the background and then you also have like these uh what i what i was kind of characterizing is like these bubble notes to where like these little keys that were kind of just jabbed in there and then um that sounds like your work brandon you know yeah. when you, you you uh joe realist and champagne shane were doing your little rap thing yeah i mean you would add those little melodies beats, yeah, yeah this and then the snare i don't call me crazy but i don't know why but this is how i characterize it that snare for me i was calling it in my head like an rem snare like the way that it was hitting i don't i don't know <laughs> well I, and I feel like that snare is common in the production you can kind of hear the correlation uh in the production of it you said that the producer uh that did that track was also the producer of 21 pilots 1975 uh walk the moon right uh, black keys and i feel like you can hear a little bit of his his touch his and, and all that yeah and um uh just to 
it's kind of tiny. I think a lot of the artists that we're, we've talked about on this show to this point have all had, the common theme has been they should be, could be, and they deserve to be on the radio. The sad part is a lot of them probably won't make it on air because of, you know, whatever the behind the scenes stuff are in the industry. Because of the business. Yeah. But uh, that track is uh, unbelievable. Could be on, you know, all the big uh, mainstream stations without a doubt and could probably top the charts if given the opportunity. I love the the touch of the 90s in it. Um, And uh, I kind of compared that song. I I heard a little bit of, um, it was kind of like um, every once in a while the chain smokers kind of shift gears. And it kind of made me think of them a little bit, minus the female vocalist on that track. Um, And it gave me a little bit of, uh, and this might be reaching just a tad, but, and we had this artist uh, on, I believe it was episode one, but Majid Jordan. It reminded me of them a little bit. Just kind of a 90s steady flow, just the the hi-hat going kind of thing. And yeah, but that song was unreal. I feel like I don't find music. Music finds me. You know, Majid Jordan was somebody I came across, you know, and it just was, uh, I was so overcome by their music. I'm like, this is just the craziest thing. Same thing with LA and Y. I mean, just, it, it just overcame me. And watching the video, I want you guys to watch it sometime when you have some free time. The video for the, uh, Thick and Thin is fun. It's just him. It looks like he's cruising down like Laguna Beach, uh, like whatever, like Coastal Highway or something like that. And, you know, it's just flashes of a female in there and he's just you know about the relationship he's on the back of a hood of a car and you know he's got a ring pop on you know what i mean it's just young kind of, and free yeah it just it, i don't know it felt like <laughs> it tied the whole vibe of the song in so check it out yeah dj turn up i love that it's that those tracks were phenomenal and um as usual you brought the heat uh i would like to now kind of shift gears a little bit um so i'm gonna bring next to you guys it's a duo um it's so one dj it's two djs one dj lives in san francisco other one lives in Vancouver, and it's kind of interesting because they collaborate and c- create these tracks together, but they do it from different countries. So they'll like kind of send the the songs incomplete, incompleted, you know, back and forth to each other, and then they'll end up, you know, coming up with what I think are like some masterpieces yeah, in some cases. Back ideas. Yeah, it's and it's really cool, and it goes to show you, you know, how far technology and everything has come that you can do that nowadays instead of sitting in a studio for nine, ten hours together mm-hmm. trying to create a track. Um, so the uh, there's a website out there called Run the Trap, and Run the Trap will do reviews on artists, uh, you know, from all over the world. And in uh, 2018, they had Blue Jay, who's the duo I'm talking about right now, uh, had them as their list of artists to watch in uh, 2018. And um, I didn't see that until after I had already started listening to some of their music, but I can see why they put them on there. Um, If you go into their, their Facebook bio, it says, we make dance music. And to me, like, that's exactly what this is. And, you know, if you're a regular listener at this point to the podcast, you can tell, yeah, I'm into the dance music. I like the up-tempo stuff that makes you want to kind of get up out of your seat, move around a little bit. And these guys hit the spot for me. I have many downloads on my phone uh, of these guys because they just, they seem to just kind of connect with me and I connect with them. Um, So they, yeah, they make music that makes you want to, kind of do your thing get up and move around a little bit and i love the fact that it's you know a touch of canada and a touch of kind of like the san francisco california scene and i think it it mixes well together i hope you guys feel the same way so this is blue jay with don't look (laughs) 
Again, that was Blue Jay, Don't Look. Yeah, that, that song, man, that thing just gets me going. I apologize for the fans out there that maybe aren't as into the dance music, but I just, there's certain songs I feel, and I like them so much, I'm like, I gotta bring this to the table. I absolutely love that track. You shared that with us uh, through a group text that we have uh, a few months back, and I instantly, as soon as I played it from the first second, I was like, oh boy, this is it. And it just makes me go nuts. It's 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 dark. 
it's uh, dancey. It's I felt oh, it was going to be a little light at first, really? you know. But when that first drop came in, maybe probably at a minute, which seems to be the standard issue in dance music, you know, about a yeah, minute for sure. That drop. Yeah, I mean, it got me thinking about that dance floor though. That I'm bass. Like, oh man, I just I felt like. I don't know. I felt like I was a professional dancer in my mind. You know, I'm like, I think I could do these moves because that's you too. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got so happy feet. It went all the way right to. Um, I would say that extended all the way for maybe a full minute too. That that whole drop and um, it right, was, it held the on right before the verse. I know, right? So it didn't it didn't dial back. It wasn't just like a 10 second thing. I mean, it was like a 40 second. I don't know. We'll have to time that, but it felt like a whole minute. And I was like, this is cool. It's a little different bridge. It wasn't longer than typical long buildups that. I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Like it was enough to where it held my interest, and I was and I was anxious and waiting. You Dude, know what I mean. The layers were intense on that track. When you go back and listen to it, and if you're really going to listen to the track and dissect it, there were so many layers. There were so many things going on, uh, and it was it was kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it because I'm more of a lyric person, and because of the layers, you're not thinking about how there's no words. You're listening to the, what's going on. So I think that's what makes it really interesting and kind of makes you why, like kind of it's why you want to dance, you know, because what part are you going to dance to? Like everybody can have like whatever sound that they're hearing or they're vibing to and that's what they're dancing to, which and I think is cool. Agreed. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, <clears throat> so the main thing he says is, so don't move. And I feel like they're they're almost daring you. Like, I dare you to try not to dance to this track because yeah. of the energy that we're bringing to you right now. Yeah, I failed. I, you yeah. can double dare me. I'm going to still fail. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop moving to that. Nice. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed that track. So I can't front on this next artist. I, I tried to do some research on them. I, I don't know if it's them or just a him. Um but I, I really couldn't find much on them. So it's uh, the name of the artist is Drollo. Um, the name of the song is Only Be Me. Um, the only thing I can really tell you at this point about them is the artist uh, really is, is fairly similar to, to Blue Jay in terms of they have high energy music that makes you want to dance. Um, but they also have a lot of creativity where they have songs that are, you know, it's it's still a, a great beat that makes you want to move but it's more like a head nod they, they can really shift gears on you and uh i like it i i would have to say they're probably right up there with blue jay in terms of how many downloads i have on my song um on my phone uh it's just it's good music I, I, so i'm gonna play the song hopefully you guys can kind of judge for yourself kind of pick up what i'm putting down um i can tell you that this um this particular artist is going to be playing at the uh, Hijinks Festival coming up in uh, Philadelphia on Friday and Saturday, December 27th and 28th of uh, this year. So um, if you like this song, maybe check them out, maybe go see what they're about. So the name of the song is Only Be Me and the artist is Drollo. Calling out my name from inside the room I can look tough but I don't think they'll notice The girl in the train look kinda cute And I don't know what to say Open all my doors but it is hard to face the truth So I'm trying to remember what it is I always do When I'm with you I can only be me But when I'm with you I can only be me But when I'm with you 
hard to face the truth So I'm trying to remember what it is I always do When I'm with you first like 30 seconds of that song i love it's it's got like that eerie sound to it to me i could i just like see somebody like winding up like a jack-in-the-box the way it has that like yes the, yes you know what i mean it's, it's just eerie to it and i love it so much and then the beat starts kicking in it almost has like a hip-hop vibe to it to me it has like a uh, timberland like percussions and then even just the the high melodies in it too great comparison the way that that builds up and then the the hard snares the hi-hats everything to it is timberland to me and it it blows me away the the whole song from beginning to end gets me hype and i don't stop so like i know how did you feel when you first heard this track um i actually kind of agree with you I, I didn't even think of timberland until you just said that but it makes perfect sense and it's probably why i liked like it like his earlier stuff yeah yeah like, oh without like question Aaliyah maybe yeah Something like yeah, that. yeah yeah for sure for sure oh all right yeah you bring Aaliyah in yes yeah. all right i can see uh, it yeah yeah i can see Aaliyah. <laughs> yeah i agree with the the build i wrote down that the lyric the, the lyrics build with the beat which i think is why i liked it so much and you know you can feel the effort in the song, which I think makes it more unique and more memorable. And like, you can definitely see yourself at a festival, like jamming out to that with a bunch of other people. And again, it's that same vibe of like, Mm -hmm. everyone's at a different sound, which is what makes it unique and really, really, really dope. Agreed. Speaking of festivals, have you been to one? Festivals? Yeah, Yeah. I've been to Firefly, so. Oh, oh, Firefly? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it's unique to see these festivals. They've evolved so much. I don't remember them so much early on. It was a warp tour, but it wasn't like a scene. I feel like festivals now are like a scene. Well, yeah. I, I would agree with you, and I would say they they've evolved because music has. You know, good point. Yeah, good point. you have a lot more artists to fill in the uh, you know the time slots, so to speak. And you you have a lot more uh, just the variation, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and you have uh, different uh, tiers of artists to fill in, you know, those time slots as well. You know, you don't have to constantly put in these heavy hitters to pack it. Yeah, but even I feel like the definition of festival has just changed over time because when I think festival, I think the firefly, fireflies, the Bonnaroo's, the uh, 
what's the EDM one, Electric Forest. Like you think those ones where people are like traveling to them. Yeah, I like, like the EDC. I forget that like, yeah. you know, you had the warp Tours and the Bamboozles and yeah, like right. all those yes. kinds of like festivals that like were in your backyard, but you were still getting that like variety of all different kinds of sounds. Yeah, when I saw, when I went to a Bamboozle, Snoop Dogg closed the night, but Jimmy Eat World played before him. Right. Yeah, so it's definitely right. mixed How random is that, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome that's great stuff guys um all right so i kind of uh saved the best for last on this one uh this is right now one of my favorite artist producers um sg lewis is the artist uh his real name is sam lewis he's a 24 24 year old from the uk um this particular song that i'm going to choose today is off of a uh, a three-part ep called dusk dark and dawn uh, and each three of them have the sound that to me and and this is kind of why I love this guy is he purposely made sure that dusk the sounds on dusk dark and dawn all matched you know what the sounds are on on those albums on each section of it um so he he tends to describe himself as an introvert who's more quote comfortable behind the scenes and that's kind of how I've always been I've always kind of loved music um um, Brandon Random and I and Joe Rillis, we've dabbled in uh, some some projects uh, as you music know, production. Yes, and <clears throat> even though I I did dabble in the kind of rapping, uh, I enjoy doing more of the behind the scenes stuff uh, just because I'm just more comfortable with that. So I think I related with this artist on that level. Um, Pharrell is one of his quote absolute heroes to him. Uh, he loved the Neptunes growing up. Um, and that's one of his, you know, one of his, uh, the people that he looked up to to kind of like, uh, his motivated him, influenced him. Um, and he wanted to, you know, kind of be as powerful as him in terms of the, you know, production world, uh, things. Um, so yeah, so going back to the album, you know, each, each three dusk, dark dawn have their own kind of like unique sound that fall in line with their, their titles and, I, I could have chose probably like several off of each of them, uh, but I didn't. But this guy, man, he just he's, he gets it done. I I think right now, if I could be a producer in the music world, I'd probably this is the sound that would most likely be what I would sound like. Um, in an article from November of 2018 uh, with the last magazine, SG, uh, is quoted as saying, I found a lot of production-focused albums lacked a running theme. He says, and sometimes that works for me, but I found them falling short and not really connecting because they were lacking a central vein and intent. And essentially what he was saying there is, you know, there was artists who were putting out these albums and they tried to have this running theme from beginning to end and they didn't quite succeed. And I think with his EP, the three part EP of Dusk, Dark and Dawn, I think he completely succeeded. And if anyone else takes a listen, I think they would agree. So this is S.G. Lewis, and the song is Flames, and it's featuring Ruel.
So that was Flames by S.G. Lewis featuring Raul, and that was off the uh, Dawn EP. And to me, if you closed your eyes, that fits. That that song that you just heard fits. Like So Dawn is, you're leaving the club, you just had a full night of just pure ecstasy. Now you're leaving the club, the sun's coming up, and that song comes on, and you're just like, yeah. And that you're just sailing home to that cut, and I just want to know how everyone else feels about it i mean i i love the track to me in a weird way and i don't know if people would agree with me but the lyrics uh kind of he kind of sounds like uh sean mendez right yeah i would say like a stronger sean mendez okay yeah that's that's kind of what i got yeah i i was kind of getting like a there's like a new wave of a sad boy pop you know and like i was hearing like a charlie pooh or Troy Savan. I know I'm probably butchering oh, those yeah, names, no but idea. yeah, no, they both, it's like this sad boy pop that's kind of uh, taking over and it, it kind of flows in with that. And 
uh, you said SJ uh, SG was from the UK and yes. uh, Troy is from South Africa and Charlie's from America. So it's really cool just seeing like almost like an international thing kind yeah. of happening. Yeah, with all I like of that. It, you know, so uh, Shane, you had mentioned earlier about a concept album or there's three and yes. they have a theme. Yes. I love that. I feel like it's really creative. I think from an artist standpoint, they feel that you're kind of just locked in, you know, and, and it's small. You can't really do a whole lot with themes. I, I, now, it's you know, like man, you're sold on one sound, yeah. and that's and what I disagree. you're engaged on. Right. Yeah. And I, think and I so have disagree so with, with it. Yeah. So, um, I an artist you and I, I wish found, artists would do it more. Yeah. I love it. I love the idea. And an artist you and I just stumbled across recently, uh, Sultana Shepherd, yes. the duo. Yes. Yes. Um, I wish I could remember where they're from right now. So they have a concept album. There's two. One's called Day and the Other Night. And the vibe mm. on them are yes. just they, they match the concept of the of the album. And you and I felt the night one like immediately. Yeah. I'm all about the atmosphere. To yeah. me, it's as I've gotten older, the atmosphere of the song is what kind of pulls me in. And if it matches the title and the the album and everything in between. It just shows yeah. you how much more work that the artist put puts into their music. It's not just their lyrics. It's the creativity that they put in, you know, from beginning to end. Agreed. All of it. Yeah. Instead of just slapping a bunch of random lyrics together and some beats, yeah. it's like you're you're creating something. There's depth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a lot of good stuff still coming at you live here from the Sidestep Podcast. We want to reintroduce our host here, or not our host, they're the guest. You're oh, the host. Ooh. DJ turn up. So, um... Our guest, we welcome Trish Siddall from West Deptford, New Jersey. Welcome again. Hi, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, you're um, welcome. Thanks for joining. Yeah, what do you think about your time so far? I'm enjoying it a lot. Loving all these songs. It's all really right. cool. Well, we booked you a, a hotel room down the street. We're going to just do another episode <laughs> at tomorrow, the Hyatt, so. five star. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, welcome to Smyrna. For you. <laughs> so, uh, let's get to know you a little bit. You are a music head, I can tell. The yeah. passion, even off air, you were, you were intense and it's so fun. We've been bouncing and stuff back yeah, and forth yeah it's, yeah it's been great you're almost like so, the game with the name dropping i like ooh, it though in you. a positive way thank you right <laughs> so give us your earliest memory of music so my earliest memory of music would be the cliche of the beatles um that's something my mom was definitely into and then carol king so i think that's kind of more why i'm into now but uh my own personal is the Backstreet Boys like <laughs> in sync Spice Girls like oh, that kind of stuff you. that early 2000s like I when can't I can't even front on any of those like when I think of my earliest memory like I Spice think of me life. playing those songs dancing with my cousins dancing with like ev- anybody in your life you know but then uh, I definitely evolved into like the early pop punk newfound glory all American rejects and then I found fallout boy and that was definitely who i think roped me into the ride that i've taken mm. through through all of music you it's know? kind of fun to think about that where it started and how it evolved like you just you know you grow up a little bit so you you know you know the world a little bit more so things change you know because at first hey whatever my parents like you know i like to and then you're like hey i'm starting to make my own decisions now like i kind of like this stuff over here yeah and then it's so it molds it's so you though yeah. exactly to your sound mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun we have talked about concerts and everything tonight uh, on Off Air. 
do you remember your first concert? Yes, my first concert was the Backstreet Boys <laughs> at what is now the Wells Fargo Center, and oh, they came man. flying nice. in on strings. And it was the, I even remember what I wore. <laughs> like that was it for me. They were it for me. I loved the Backstreet. Who was Boys. your favorite? Brian. Ooh, Brian, what up though? <laughs> I just saw them this year actually, and they. Put on. I was yeah, impressed. Did like a redemption tour. I did not expect to enjoy it as much. Me, my best friend, and my mom went, and we had the time of our lives. And I legit nice. thought it was going to be like a joke. No, they put on a show, and okay. it was really cool. Did you do a meet and greet, like a no. VIP experience? It was actually really expensive. Did they, I was like, Damn. did they sing Backstreets Back? Of course. Come on, next silly question. Uh, obviously that's great that's great um did you go with friends uh your your, your parents do you remember when you yeah first it was went actually so it was uh my my childhood best friend and uh her mom and my mom the four of us all went and you know she was my that's who like all those memories were with you know us dancing in her basement like our, our parents taking us to those things or getting us the you know taking us to Sam Goody to go get like Sam you know Goody. the the oh record like the CD the, the and wall. stuff before the wall <laughs> yeah so the po- uh, your walls were full <laughs> of posters I bet right yes yeah. yeah nice nice um keep it on the music theme here your current favorite artist do you have somebody you just cannot turn off so for the past week I have been listening to nothing but Harry Styles because he just uh, released a new album today. Uh, so last Friday he uh, released the third of his singles from the album and it was called Adore You and it's a banger like it is a really good song you actually don't expect it from him and like his first album obviously I loved because I loved him and like it showed his independence but this new album it shows his artistry and it's like really cool and I think if more people listen to it, they'll get more of a respect for him because it's really, really good. Uh, Sunflower Volume 6 and uh, I forget. Oh, Cherry. Cherry is the other one that I'm really vibing with. And yeah, I haven't stopped listening it to it. Uh-uh. So Harry okay. Styles, what, what genre would you put him under? Um, he's a he's a rock and roll, I would say. Uh, okay. Especially that first album. It is like his song Kiwi is rock and roll. Like it has everything you're looking for in it. And then there's a lot of slower and faster songs on it. But uh, it's definitely like a softer rock. Uh, the new album is def. Is, I would say rock. Like it's de- it has the variations of. I don't know. Like you know how the Beatles go from like one type of rock to another type of oh, rock all on one mm-hmm. album. That's kind of what you're getting from him. All right. So I would assume then this enthusiasm you have that you are bringing a Harry Styles song. No. Oh, let's hear it. What Ooh, do you have? What do you have? Curveball. Yeah. So uh, I decided to bring my favorite song. I think of the year that uh, came out. It's called uh, "Real Love" by Carly Rae Jepsen, and you made a. Uh, now has the call me maybe oh, girl. Oh yeah, and all the other videos <laughs> that were. <laughs> she did a song with uh, an artist that I enjoyed, uh, Al City. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we don't hear. Ha- it's always a good time. Good time. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yep. But um, so you know, everybody knows there's the call me maybe girl, and a couple years ago, uh, my friend and I were going up to Asbury Park to see the Shadow uh, of the City Festival. Um, and the 1975 were headlining, which is why we we're going up there. And we saw swing. <laughs> we saw uh, <laughs> that Carly Rae Jepsen was opening beforehand, and 
we're getting ready and we're like, I guess we should turn it on. And we put on uh, uh, boy problems and we're like, shit. We're like, oh man, she's good. Like, this is good. So the whole ride up to Asbury Park, we just listened to her album Emotion, which if you haven't listened to Emotion, listen to Emotion because it's one of the best pop albums that I've ever heard. I have heard. to admit, I haven't even heard Call Me Maybe. Exactly, which is why I brought her yes, here. Yes, you have. You just don't know it. Yeah, this year her new album Dedicated came out and it it surpassed Emotion for me and I didn't think she'd be able to do it, but Uh-oh. she did. And this song, I think, is what sticks out the most for me. And when we saw her live that first time, it was absolutely incredible cool. and then i saw her this summer for her uh, new album and she puts on a show and that's what sells it for me is when i go to a concert and i get a better feeling listening to those songs than i do just like by myself in my car you know that's when it's it's real you know you know nice. the wife and i talk about that all the time when you go to a show you have this greater appreciation of what they've been able to to uh, produce for you or for themselves you know the artwork that they put in and you just you feel so much more connected. I've been trying to get Champagne Shane to come out to a little some more shows and such. Like you just, we went to Zoo and you and yes, we, San Holo, was, uh, and you just yeah. your appreciation has <clears throat> grown. It does. It does grow when you when you see an artist live, and it's you magnified. hear and you see them producing it right there in front of you. Yeah, it's amplified, and you're just like wow. And you do. You end up having a much greater appreciation for it. To your point. Mm-hmm. Well, Trish, you better hit us with this. Repeat the, uh, what you got coming at us. It is Real Love by Carly Rae Jepsen. All right, bump it. The world is going crazy and it feels like I just don't know who to trust sometimes. Something's coming over me, I need to get a hold of you now. Getting good at lying, no one's saying what's keeping us all awake at night. Something's coming over me, I need to get a hold of you now. Standing here with you tonight, how do we turn on the light? I've got the feeling that the writing's on the wall. And I'm so used to the lie, and you're so down to deny.
real love And I've been feeling weak without it Only want a real, real love Carly Rae Jepsen's Real Love. And for me, I feel like any more, you know, a good pop song has a formula to it. And I feel like she's perfected the formula. And that's why her motion was so good. And that's why Dedicated's so good. And I don't know. I just love how that song builds and drops all with the lyrics. And you can hear the way that she built it because of the way everything happens. And it's just, I don't know. It shows that pop is more than what people think it is. And it's really, I don't know really special i don't know much about her as an artist but to compare the hit song that put her on the map so to speak i can definitely hear the growth um from her agreed and then yes and you can can tell the difference of you know the call me maybe song was obviously um probably not her decision it was strictly business record labels saying hey you need to do this song. Yeah, be the next Mandy Moore. Yeah. Right now. yeah. Whereas yeah. this one was like, I'm writing like, this. This now is from this the is heart. 100% this is me. Kind of like it's how authentic from your heart. Yes. Put it out there how you want it, and we're going to do it. Yeah. Agreed. And that's what's really cool about her. She does write all of her own songs, and the music is her her and her band making those musics really and everything like and that. I greatly appreciate artists that yeah. can do that, especially in the pop scene. Exactly. Like she, in a lot of the interviews for Dedicated, she said that she wrote over 200 songs, and she had wow. to narrow it down to these. That's crazy. And for me that. to think about... The call me maybe girl writing yeah. two hundred. Nobody would ever think of that, no. and it's just like I feel like it's under. She's underrated you because thought she's, she was just a gimmick. Exactly, but no, she's real. Right. She's a real artist, and I just I don't know. I feel like she deserves the respect. So people, people need to look give her, at her the benefit of the doubt. People look at her as a one hit wonder, yeah. and she's more. She's so much more than that, and even just this song shows that. By you bringing her today actually is opened my eyes because at first when I heard that you were going to be bringing her, I thought the same thing oh it's the call me maybe girl like oh okay whatever let's check it out but now that you did bring that and you brought the information that you have brought it sheds a lot of light to her as an artist and i respect the hell out of that you know look trish the passion and enthusiasm you bring for music as a whole and what you've done for us tonight really motivated us to be excited i mean I'm, we're definitely agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm looking at Carly Ray a little different now than I did because I could only see her as a bubblegum pop song, you right, know, and that right. started the whole YouTube thing, you know what I mean? With, 
I don't know, everybody doing some type of, there was a dance or something like that, you know what I mean, or being goofy. So, I mean, she shown how mature she is in this track. And when I first listened to it, I'm like, this sounds like just a, you know, really deep, connected song for her. And I was like, okay, it seems really slow and intimate. And then it just broke out after the second verse. I was like, oh, goodness. And it just felt like this intimate pop song. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about how pop is making that turn now where you're getting those dance songs, but you're hearing those lyrics where it's real. You know, it's not just something that they're trying to sell you and repeat over and over again. It's the repeat is because it's it's that real feeling that you're like, okay, we yeah. need pop artists to write their, you know, let the record companies just let the pop artists write the yeah. songs. You yeah. know, just don't don't influence it. You know, they're still going to get fans. You're still going to sell tickets at shows. Like I don't understand why you got to interfere so much early on. And that's what I actually really love about Carly Rae Jepsen is that uh, if you like. You don't like Carly Rae Jepsen. You love Carly Rae Jepsen. You know what I mean? So, like, the people who listen to her know who she, like, is as an artist. And you just are so... Her shows sell out, you know? Like, it's pretty awesome. She, I went up to Connecticut, actually, with uh, me and my friend uh, went to the Big E Festival. She headlined it, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, pretty crazy to think about it because a lot of people have no idea that she's putting out songs like this, you know? All right, everybody, it's all of our fans out there, move away from the Call Me Maybe and check her out. So, Trish, hey, thank you so much again for coming to the show. And um, hang tight. We still have DJ Brandon Random kicking it. Yeah, let's go. So now let's turn it to my page. Um, so we're going to change it up a little bit. Uh, definitely, you know, away from the pop scene. Um, so this next uh, artist I'm going to bring, his name is okay uh his name is abram laguna he's 27 years old he's from la he's mostly uh known as like a trap dj um one of his biggest songs if you're familiar with him uh is named uh thief which i was gonna bring that song originally but i thought it's a little too mainstream if you're familiar with him so I wanted to bring this other song that I really enjoy. It's called Lighthouse.
think about that guys you know so we love dance music the three of us it's an it's insane the amount of dance music and the different genres within edm so to speak if that encompasses all of dance music yes um i mean there's house and trance and uh dubstep there's like everything i felt like this track was a mix of dub it, it, it wasn't like a type of track that we listened to earlier where you you feel like you want to be on the dance floor you know no. and just getting busy right. and everything right it just it, it provided like a different environment where like you're totally just dancing maybe doing that little uh glow light thing you know yeah, with somebody. i was here i was like okay i could see myself at a festival like head banging you know what i mean like definitely song. vibe into it you know yeah. you're hanging out you're just like wow all right let me move a little bit as i'm going from a to b you know you're just kind of working the directions here it reminded me of like a mix of like Al City meets San Holo, like yeah, had the I'll lyrics, the, the light lyrics, yeah, the, the the vocals of it, and then once the beat drops and it starts getting groovy, it's like okay, well now we're in a electronica hardcore. Yeah, I like that you said that because I was an Al City fan, you know, back when, and I I didn't put two and two together, but once you said it and then I listened to the lyrics, there's definitely a hundred percent similarity there for sure so i can't disagree with you there um but if you did like that song uh he had a 2018 album it's called wow cool album uh go ahead and check that out because it it definitely has that kind of same sound if you listen to uh his earlier stuff you're gonna get a totally different sound from this guy so if you're looking for variety i mean this guy goes from like intense trap beats to this smoother dubstep poppy sound so there is definitely different varieties with this artist so you can hear the evolution of him yeah it's not so much an evolution it just shows his um maturity not no not not at all it just shows that um he's not tied down to one sound okay Okay. Like he he enjoys and embraces doing different sounds and different you know projects. I like that. So to speak. I respect that. Yeah. So, 
but uh moving on i'm gonna switch it up we're gonna go to like a uh like a rock uh kind of sound and uh just to keep it short and sweet uh this band is called amorosa and the song is called sure Rosa. 
Um, so that song, like when I first heard it, I thought it was just like um, it was smooth. I just I got a good feeling from it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't really uh, understand the lyrics behind it, but once I did some more research behind it, um, I did understand that the song was about how to you know get through loss and how to keep your sanity. Um, from what I gathered, the lead singer and his wife actually went through a miscarriage. So that's what this song is about. All right. I just, I know this is coming from Champagne Shane, AKA Mr. Electronica. However, this is probably low key. My favorite song on this episode. Um, I'm, I'm one for harmonics and especially when it comes from instruments as opposed to like, you know, synthesizers and this particular sound just it's like it sucks you in like a vacuum like i could listen to this song over and over and over again all i would do is probably just sing it louder and louder like that's how much i I really like it not just the not just the lyrics but the Mm -hmm. the melody the everything about it it just brings like a like a weird joy to it right the sound is just great a that's all i can say his vocals are great. I love how he sings and he like sustains uh, like some of the melody. Like um, uh, I want to say, like the bridge, like the chorus, uh, the bridge, right? Yeah. Where he's like, and I'm short, yeah. and he's like using his diaphragm and just like really just mm-hmm. sustaining that. Yes. And the uh, the music chain, what you were saying earlier, it feels really big. I feel like it feels like an it feels like an anthem or something like that. Like yes. you're in like this stadium, like you're, or like, like you're watching a movie or mm-hmm. something. It just pulls right. you Almost in. Almost orchestrated. Like as you know? you're listening to it, you feel like you're. This song it's a feels soundtrack. huge. Yeah. It feels huge. And to take something out of your vocabulary, Kenny, clean guitar. I feel. Would you agree to that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing was aggressive about it. Um, right. It was clean. It was still distorted. So, you know what I mean? Like. The effect not as clean as you. It wasn't like a clean. Okay. Like, that's all you're really listening to. Or at least that's what was really pulling me into it was the sound of the guitar and like you're just that's what you're following with mm-hmm. how he's singing. And it wasn't Almost. even. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like he's singing along with the, exactly. The yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I got a little bit of goosebump action going on right As here. opposed yeah, to the other good. way around where usually the guitar is following the, the lyrics. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So all right. Here we go. I'm going to bring up my next artist which I found actually a couple years ago, and I just fell in love with her. I mean, call me obsessed or whatever, but she she is great. She has a very seductive voice. Um, I love everything that she does. And I discovered her because she actually did a collaboration album with uh, Gala Mattis. I may be saying that wrong, but um, he's a producer from Denmark, and uh, that album is actually it's a great album it's it's definitely uh different it's like a um an indie sound for sure um but the song i'll bring you is called buzzing and it's from the artist alina barraz But I don't wanna stop now You just struck a chord Spinning me around It's the energy It's the chemistry Oh, oh Give me something that I never had Give me something that'll meet you halfway A little something that's gonna make it last One for you, one for me I, I, I Meet your love and Get, 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 get me some 
eyes striking me like lightning Woman on my soul, always hypnotizing It's the energy, it's the chemistry, oh, oh Give me something that I never had Give me something that'll meet you halfway A little something that's gonna make it last One for you, one for me She is Alina Barras. Um, so, like I said earlier, the one track that actually put her on the map for me was called Fantasy. So, please go check that out. That's it's another on, good one. Yeah, it's on the album Urban Floor. So, please check that out. I've never heard of this this female vocalist, man. So, you brought her to my attention, and I guess it came at a time where Joe Realist is like, man, you need to be branching out, you know, because. I was stuck in a genre or whatever. And, you know, the idea of the sidestep is to, you know, get even outside of your own comfort zone. Um, and not only, you know, the listener's comfort zone. You want them out of their comfort zone, but you got to be out of your comfort zone. And I wasn't listening to a lot of female R&B vocalists until I heard this. And I was like, this is such a soft and sexy, sensual song, man. I just feel like, There's you know, a lot of passion in it. Yeah. And just felt like it was like so raw that she did it in one take. And, you know, there was probably a candlelit room, roses all over the place. I just feel yes. like, yes. I mean, that's how I feel like I need to be listening Set to that in the song. mood. Yeah, I feel like the mood. Sounds you know. like my bedroom every Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, Champagne. I'm telling you. So I've been listening to a lot of female vocalists, and there are so many I want to bring on to the show, and I can't wait to introduce it. But Brandon, uh, Brandon Random, That was the you. beginning of this it, This huh? was the beginning right here. Yeah, she definitely gives you like that SZA Kalani. Am I pronouncing that right? That energy, like where oh SZA S Z A, right? Yeah, oh, I didn't know and everybody's then, name. Yeah, so it says no Kalani. I think is it's that's another it's artist. artist. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but okay. it's that same like um, that same kind of energy where it's like that smooth hip hop R and B, like that like kind of rhythm where you're just like going with it but there's a lot more to again it's another thing where i feel like a lot of these artists there's a lot more to to what we're actually listening to yeah no similar to dj turn up over there uh traditionally i would listen to r&b artists and it would be males and not 
for any particular reason, I, or maybe it is. Maybe it's because I'm a, a Caucasian male. I don't know, but you just grew up but, on like one twelve and <clears throat> stuff like that. Yeah, and so you know, you bring her to the table, and she is legit, and she she pulls you in, and and yeah, I have multiple downloads of her, just like I think you guys do as well, and yeah, the the sound is, it's just it's refreshing, and it's it's soulful, and it just I don't know, it hits the spot. I, yeah, you can't go wrong with her as an artist. So if you're out there listening, yeah, check her out. Oh, all day. I'm not even kidding. None of us are kidding here. So <laughs> that that wraps up this episode. Had a great time with you, Trish. Thank you again for coming yes, down. Thank here. you very much. Thank, thank you. you for having me. I had a really good time. I Absolutely. feel like you drove all the way to Mississippi to be here. No, it wasn't that bad of a drive. An nice. hour, you know. It was great. And your enthusiasm got me so excited. I just want to keep listening to music all night long. So. Uh, that's what we're going to do. This is the end of the show. Thank you, everybody. DJ Champagne Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Brandon Random. Welcome back. Skirt. Had a great time with you guys. Great tunes. Everybody needs to download it. Hit us up on Twitter, at Sidestep Podcast. Let us know your favorite tunes, something you want to hear on the next episode. Just some general feedback would be a lot of fun for us. Holla. Holla. Peace. Peace.